Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of the Canny Life podcast, the last one of this season. I'm Flavia, and in today's episode, I'll be speaking about the seven steps to help balance your finances and put you in the path of financial freedom. So stay tuned with us. Before we start, I just want to remind you to subscribe to our podcast to be notified when we post our weekly episode. But now let's move on. Today we have a lot to cover. I will speak about the seven steps for building a solid path for wealth. These steps cover most of the situations and each of us will start on a different one, depending on our current situation. It doesn't matter if you start from step one or three or four, but it is important that from the point you start onwards, you follow the sequence to not fall in avoidable financial traps. So starting with step number one. If you have debts such as loans, overdrafts and credit cards outstanding balance, create a plan to pay off them as soon as possible. In general, loans, overdrafts and credit cards outstanding balance are unplanned debt. They are not a problem as such, but in reality, a short-term solution to a mess we probably created by overspending. We tend to go for them when we overspend by not accounting for certain things, or when we spend more money expecting to receive a payment, or when we actually needed to spend money because something unexpected happened and we didn't have enough savings to cover for it. If it happens occasionally and you manage to pay them off within the month, then we can understand that although we're not in an ideal situation, it was just a mistake from which we should learn the lesson to avoid it happening again in the future. However, if this is something recurrent and every month you're short of money to cover your bills, then it becomes a problem, which you need to sort out sooner than later to give you peace of mind and freedom of choice. We have a full episode about how to manage your debts and some tools to help you out, so I will not be going into details about it again. I will leave the details in the description. But the key here is to understand that once you have all your debts listed, you will be in a position of creating a plan to renegotiate some of them and create your strategy to pay off as quick as you can. Keeping open debts is just like having a leakage in your budget and every month you're letting go loads and loads of pounds in interest payment. Not a great deal to pay interest instead of buying something you really want, isn't it? Step number two. Negotiate the payment of the non-planned debt. Now that you have in your hands the list of all debts and before you renegotiate it, you need to calculate how much you can actually commit every month for this payment. If you fail on planning the right amount you can commit, you will end up again in unplanned debts, the expensive ones. So if you're not completely sure if you can commit to pay 300 or 500 a month, stick to the lowest value and make sure you negotiate with the bank or financial institution a payoff clause. So in case you manage to raise some extra money, you can put it toward the payment to finish quicker. Step number three, increase your credit score. Increasing your credit score means working your image of trustful person to the eyes of the banks. It correlates your capacity of doing what you say you will do. As harsh as it can sound, this is what it means having credit. They evaluate a series of information about you and about your behaviors to then judge if and decide if you're someone they can trust on borrowing their money and that they will have it back. High credit scores make you a higher value client and so they will compete to have you in their portfolio of clients. That's why you'll be able to get lower bank fees, better interest rates, pre-approved loans, etc. 
But how can you help the banks make a better judgment of you? By adopting practices to speak to the system. For instance, avoiding to use overdrafts and loan if you can wait for a couple of days. By having a credit card for buying groceries and paying the installment in full. And not any penny less. And by making all your payments on time. Step number four, create your emergency fund. You have sorted out the debt, so it is time now to speak about your next dreams. Retirement, buying a house. Mm, I'm sorry to say, but unfortunately not yet. I mean, if pension plans is something offered by the company you work for, you should definitely take the higher payment you can afford and I can explain it later. Now, apart from this, we should first speak about emergency fund. Yes. No other plan should come before you have at least three months of your living expenses set on an easy access savings account and to have a comfortable buffer at least six months. Basically, by not having this buffer and any unexpected event like a health problem or a boiler breakage or a car repairment will result in you needing to reach out the part of your dreams budget to get the money, spoiling your plans. Moreover, the feeling of loss of not being able to plan and achieve because you needed to use the money in something else will certainly undermine your confidence and motivation in achieving things. Step number five, rethink your consumption and strive for quality. Consuming with quality is not related to buying brands or expensive things. Spending with quality means spending your money in things and experiences that truly makes you happy, that are meaningful to you that motivates you to keep going every day and take you closer to your dreams. Chosen with conscience, the right expenditures will give you a boost of energy and sense of achievement. If you want to stay on the track of wealth and long-term achievement, this step is fundamental, as it gives you the motivation to follow your mid- and long-term plans. A balanced life means not leaving your present needs to a side, but choosing the things that makes, makes you a priority. And I don't think paying interest to banks should be in the top priority of your list. So always be mindful when spending and choosing for your present consumption. Step number six, think about your retirement. I think everyone has plans to at some point in future stop working. Perhaps you would like to ideally stop working today. Perhaps you love your work and want to keep going after retirement, but certainly not at the same level as today. Perhaps you want to start something different after re retirement. Perhaps you just want to enjoy life in a different way or perhaps you want to hard work until the last day of your life. It doesn't matter which is the case. One thing is certain. We all would like to have the freedom to choose what to do, when to do and not depending on our paycheck. And for this, you will need to allocate part of what you earn. If you plan to retire at the age defined by state pension, 10% or even a bit less would be enough for a comfortable retirement. Analysis by the Pensions and Lifetime Saving Association indicates that a moderate retirement living standard should cost around £20,000 a year for a single person and £29,000 a year for a couple. This is just to cover some basic needs and give some financial security. However, in reality, you should calculate your costs and simulate how much money you will need. This is especially true if you plan to at some point have a career break, change areas, as you will need to budget for this time off. 
If your company offers you a pension plan, you certainly should top it to the limit offered, as this is a tax-free benefit. This is, though, subject for another episode. Step number seven. Understand what banks and financial advisors can offer you and what they are really selling. Understanding about financial products you use every day, study about them and research what other ones could help achieving your goals. I know it might sound boring at first, because it will mean some dedication in your free time, but the reality is nobody cares more about your money than you do. If you want to make your savings and investments to grow, if you want to pay the lowest interest rate in your mortgage, you will need to shop around and compare the pros and cons of each option. Understand the risks and restrictions of each of them to consciously decide the best for you. But please be aware about the shortcuts. The hot pick stock, the best investment and even the 25% free money from the government in some programs. All of them can be good or bad for your portfolio. Assessing how it fits to your needs and aligned to your life moment is the only way of taking an informed decision. You should sit and review your financial products at least once a year. Compare competitors, even if it's to get to the conclusion that you already have the best deal. Yet, being so easy to switch providers, if you find out that you're not in the best deal, you can easily adjust. In the end, it will give you a few more pounds to spend on the things you certainly appreciate more. So these were the seven steps for building a solid path for wealth. I know they're not easy and not quick. They take time to be achieved and the consistency of working on them is what it will make it happen. It is important to understand that they have a logical sequence and skipping one would create you more problems at some point. So imagine them as a dangerous ladder and if you want to get to the top of the ladder safe, you will need to fall on them on the most precautious way. Finally, never too much to remind you. Run from the adverse that promise you the step-by-step to be rich, investments tips to bring a magnificent returns or the list of the next hot stock. Leave to aside the programs of mindset of millionaires and all the just need to double your money every so often to be a millionaire beliefs. In the best of the cases, these calls are naive and the worst case, they are opportunistic, dishonest or a sales pitch. Of course, that for achieving the things you want in life, you probably need to adjust some habits But like any other new habits in your life, the long-term results will come from a consistent action. Beliefs are only possible when you have a set foundation that will allow your beliefs to bloom. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you want to help us in our mission of bringing financial well-being to everyone, just share our content with friends and family. Thank you for listening. Bye!